The metal of an artist is measured not by the finesse of their artwork, but also the mirth they bring into this creation. Standing tall and apart, our guest today believes in pushing boundaries to set new definitions with our new learnings and experiences. Welcome to season two of Jolly Good Foodcast, and I'm your host, Chef Jolly. Cherish Finden. Yes, Chef Cherish Finden, the executive pastry chef at the Pan Pacific Hotel, London, is a multi-award winning pastry chef. Prior to this, she was lauded during her times as executive pastry chef at the Langham Hotel in London for her stunning and innovative afternoon teas. Thanks to her strong passion for chocolates, she also executed the role of creative development chef at Godiva Chocolatier in the year 2017-19. Chef Cherish has judged popular TV shows like Channel 4's Bake Off, The Professionals, BBC 2's primetime series Bake Off, Creme de la Creme, etc. To name a few reputed awards, she has won and bagged top London Afternoon Teas Award in 2010. Pastry Chef of the Year by Craft Guild of Chefs in 2012 and the Macallan Lifetime Achievement in 2015. Chef Cherish has also featured on popular TV programs, including Heston's Great British Food on Channel 4, BBC MasterChef, Australian MasterChef, BBC Two's An Extra Slice and Junior Bake Off. By the way, this is just a start. Chef Cherish, would you please tell us more about yourself? Thank you for the invitation. It is such an honor to be here today with Chef, uh, Chef yourself. About something about myself, I'm actually pretty quite casual. I think passion is, is a big thing for me to be able to share my passion, to be able to share my inspiration, what I have in my mind, and display in a beautiful plate of dessert. It is such a great, great joy for me. You know what, Chef? Equally, it's a joy for us and I believe all our customers who look into your plates and I'm so inspired looking at your Instagram posts and all those beautiful, beautiful, you know, it means a lot. I think emotionally you connect through your art on your plate and when people look at it, it becomes a masterpiece. Sometimes I even feel, do you should I even eat it or leave it as it is? <laughs> so it's so pretty. Uh, thanks for your kind word. Um, it is always the look that actually capture people's attention. However, I personally feel that um, the taste is even more uh, crucial because there is no point to create something so beautiful. But with the first bite, you say a no-no. So um, working on the uh, look is super important. However, working on the component, the texture, the profile of the each individual dessert is so crucial for me. You know what? Now, I want to be your apprentice chef because, you know, when I do my Indian food preparations and I'm putting a lovely curry on a plate, I'm just thinking, how can I make it impressive? So I'm going to take a private tutorials under you, chef, you know? And, and, and make it fantastic. <laughs> well, it, it will be such a joy to work with you, Chef. Well, um, take for example, this collection that I've done uh, recently, uh, which is the um, Year of the Tiger Afternoon Tea. It is such a joy and it is such a playful plate that a, a small little detail is printed on the plate it is in itself. 
And by just looking at the plate, you know that it is Chinese New Year. And that put a smile on everyone's face. Absolutely. And having said that to all our lovely listeners, be it in China, Singapore, India, Gong Sifachai, Chef Cherish, you too, and Year of the Tiger. <laughs> what a moment to speak to you during this Chinese New Year. I'm really honored. So I'm going to say that, 我祝大家恭喜发财, How sweet. I know. <laughs> so whilst, you know, just the initial discussions right now, I certainly know what sets you apart from the other pastry chefs. But tell us, chef, what are those, you know, one or two things that really sets you apart, your qualities that makes you, that makes Cherish so special? Well, first of all, um, I never think that it is a job for me. I felt that whenever I step into my kitchen, it's just like stepping, like a children stepping into a candy shop. And that made me really, really excited. I've never in my life that I wake up and I say, you know what? I'm dragging myself to work. Never. I wake up every moment. I said that, you know what? I'm going to my candy shop. And, and, and I think that is a mentality that if you love your, your job, it's no more a job to you. Um, so I think that is very important. I think passion is the next thing. Um, every moment you ask me, what am I doing? I, I'm, I'm always thinking for the next collection, the next inspiration. And also I felt that um, it is a very, very crucial to be ahead of everyone where you set the trend and let people follow the trend that you have set and be a trendsetter. And I, I guess that uh, bring truthful from your heart, what you feel on your heart will show very clearly on your plate as well. Absolutely. I think, I think uh, it's a great, great insight to anybody and everybody, not just students or not just, you know, home, home chefs, but everybody. One needs to bring that passion in. One needs to think beyond. And how can you become a trendsetter? Whilst you, you know, uh, are a juggler, you, 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 you juggle between multiple roles, chef, you know, right from telly to being a, a pastry chef to being, you know, uh, training people. So what's your inspiration to tackle all these multiple roles? How do you make it happen? I, I guess you have to be super organized and you have to chew each individual pieces bit by bit. Um, I, I love being able to mentor um, all the chefs that is in my kitchen. I'm a very hands-on chef. So I think to be able to impart my skill to uh, the younger generation is very important where you tell them uh, what you're looking for. Um, you tell them the technique and you teach them every single uh, knowledge that you have to impart to them. For example, if you look at a piece of chocolate, how do I temper my chocolate? What crystal am I looking for? How many types of crystal, the fat crystal that's in the chocolate, the temperature, the small little detail, the more you educate them, the more productive they are. The more you educate them, the better they become and the more respect you get from everybody. So I think it's very important that um, imparting your skill to the younger generation is, is super, super uh, crucial for me. Well, I guess being a judge, it is such an honour to be invited to, again, to be able to judge. Never in my life that I think that I will be uh, one of the uh, judge in UK. 
for big of the professional. So I think that is such an honor. Again, being a judge, I think I have to be very truthful to myself. Um, what you see cherish is what I am for real. I will tell you uh, from the bottom of my heart that every single uh, spoonful of dessert that I eat and taste is a critique that I will give. Hopefully that again, this is to impart what I have in my mind and my skill. And I, I would like to impart the knowledge that I have to the contestant. So hopefully, you know, you will see that gradually they will grow uh, from season to season. No, I really appreciate that. I, th- I think it's 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 really meaningful as well, whilst you said to be honest to your profession and share that feedback to people because uh, sometimes the feedback or the input may not be always positive, but it comes as a part of educating them and telling them where they could have improved or where they could have better, isn't it, Chef? Yes, it is. And sometimes you felt that it is quite difficult because you are trying to be truthful, but at the same time, you do not want to hurt anyone's feeling. So there is a balance of, of how you actually uh, transport the message across uh, beautifully. And sometimes I felt that is quite difficult because I felt that looking for passion, uh, looking for perfection, it is such a, such a difficult thing to do for me. Yeah, yeah, no. So you aren't the one who says, what have you made? This is rubbish. And you chuck it in the bin, you know? <laughs> so, well, I, I know you're very true, but maybe I know, I know you choose your words. And sometimes, sometimes it so happens that uh, the, the, younger, the younger generation or the young budding chefs or anybody for that matter may not know the authentic or the traditional yes. ways. But I think you have your own charm to educate them uh, and, and, and polite enough to tell them, you know, where they are right or where they're wrong. So that's, that's very nice. Yeah, I know that I promise everyone that whoever that join me in my kitchen, within the three months, they can see a tremendous difference in, in themselves. I remember that I can train someone without any knowledge of chocolate to three months. Or maybe I said that one to two months later, they are able to temper chocolate. They are able to do such a refined chocolate. But I have to stress that we as a chef can only give them that much. The rest is up to them for them to build their own career. Of course, of course, absolutely. No, no, totally, totally, totally understand that. And, uh, and that's what is, you fuel them up, but their burning desire to prove a point and to excel comes from within themselves, isn't it? But great, yes. but having great mentors like you is already a good kickstart for them to sort of take that leap forward, isn't it? Thank you. So tell us, Chef, I mean, you've been, you've been all around, you've seen so much, uh, you know, you are that platform who could look, look at things from the aerial point of view. Is there some sort of a pastry invention uh, that has happened or that's happening, which you absolutely adore or you appreciate? Is there something like that? Well, um, you can see that a pastry, or should I say the, in, in the culinary world, it evolve, evolve every year. And the trend changes from time to time where people are trying to be very healthy conscious. We're trying to not use any color in the pastry. We try to inject a special color or we try to inject the natural color. Like we're using saffron for yellow. We're using the chlorophyll of pandan or we are using the color from pandan or the matcha from uh, the green from the matcha. Pastry evolves so much that we are always striving to produce the best. 
in terms of technique wise, of course, I think sous is still quite a, a, a big thing that I think a lot of chefs is still using because it it sort of like uh, it kept all the, the beautiful flavor in just a bag itself. Um, I use a lot of edible printer uh, from the craft shop uh, to a DIY shop. I'm constantly looking for that little thing that is different than what other people is doing. No, no, absolutely. No, that's that's great. I love I love the idea of using natural colors. I mean, you mentioned about matcha and pandan and saffron. It just feels so cool about it. Uh, so tell us, chef, are there any new challenges as a pastry chef in the world of hospitality? Do you, do you figure out that you come across challenges uh, of any any sorts? Well, um, I guess I'm, I'm I'm always trying to be very hard on myself. Where I think creating. Uh, a new dessert is always a very challenging for me. Creating is a very uh, fascinating world. To do something that to break the circle of what other people is doing, I, I think that is really, really tough, uh, challenging and exciting. I should use the word exciting, uh, which is more fascinating because sometimes the idea just comes and you just can present it on the plate. However, sometimes when you think too hard, the idea just could not come even though you try for a week, two weeks. So it's actually quite fascinating. But I think this is one of the challenges that, um, to come back to your question again, is to create something very fascinating, exciting, and different from what other people is doing and to capture some extension. And of course, our staffing is also one of the biggest challenge where there is a lot of CV that coming through. Uh, but to find that person that is that is a, a little a bit of spark on the eye and to be able to be so committed to what he is doing or she is doing i find that is difficult for me totally i think i think totally absolutely captured it perfectly well um, and that's that's what you know we observe as well at uh, our end as well but uh, no, I love it when you when you specified on the word that differential that you bring to the plate, that excitement through the food, and and that's what keeps you, I believe, on your toes all the time, wanting to bring that differential or something exquisite uh, for our customers, isn't it? Yes. And then also in in the young uh, uh, students and the people, the chefs who join us, I think they can be a spark. But very rightly said, the commitment. To see it through consistently with a perseverance is 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 quite an asset uh, which we look for, isn't it? Yeah, and also I find that uh, in the recent world, the trend has changed so much that um, there is so much food in the Instagram. I think sometimes this is quite gimmicky in a way that uh, some food can only be presented as an Instagram food. However, what I would like to encourage the younger generation is chef. Please go back to basic. Please nail your basic. If you make a tart, make sure you make a perfect tart for me. It has to be so clean. It has to be so thinly baked. It has to be so thinly raw and very well baked for me. So chef, right back to the basic. And if you can nail your basic and you can move to the next step. Absolutely. The foundations are the most important things, isn't it? You can then keep building on it once your foundations are strong, just like any building, isn't it? As a yes, crude example, if I can say. So, you know, uh, I'm reminded of 2006, Chef, when I came into London for the first time. 
and I met the area ops and they told me, you know what, you've just missed an opportunity. I said, what's that? They said, you've just brushed past Chef Cherish was going to be your pastry chef, but now she's moving on. I said, wow, what a loss to me. But I remember a time when we could have worked together uh, and I've become an avid fan of yours ever since. But I know you went to John Lewis and you went to teach at the Cordebleu. Then you went on and on and on and on. And then later, I see that you are all over the telly, you know, all that stuff that made me so, so happy and proud. So, you know, tell me about the shows that you have judged that have gone ranks higher and become popular. You know, what are those traits, Chef, that makes the judge, makes a judge, the go-to judge that you are? It's very important to be truthful to whatever, every mouthful of dessert that I have uh, tasted. To give the uh, constructive uh, feedback is very crucial. Absolutely. That's, and, and, and being truthful and packaging it right so it becomes an encourage, encouragement for them to sort of learn and develop on. There's a, something more exciting, I think, for everybody to know that Queen's 90th birthday, it was Chef Cherish who baked that cake. And you know what? Five more years, you're going to bake the, a century cake for the Queen herself. What are your thoughts behind it? Well, it will be my greatest honor if I have I will be invited to make that cake. <laughs> it will be a sleepless night, I'm for sure. And you will be invited to bake that cake with me, Chef. <laughs> I'm gonna be an apprentice. Absolutely. Absolutely. But but that was really a pride. Can you can you share some experiences? I I guess it must be at Windsor or where. Tell us something about the, the 90th birthday, uh, the, the cake, the royal cake for the Queen of England. Well, um, I guess always is the inspiration. What will put a smile on the Queen's face? And, and that is the first thought that I come up with. So I come up with a lot of idea whether to make a dog, whether to make a horses and things like that. But I, you know what? I went back to the idea of a Windsor Castle. So what I did is that I took my camera one morning on the Saturday morning, packed my bag, some sandwiches, a bottle of wine, some cheeses in my bag. And I head over to the Windsor Castle. And I, you know what? I have such a great day in Windsor Castle. Believe it or not, I took over 1,000 over photographs in Windsor Castle, right from the Norman Gate to the St. George Chapel, to the Upper Ward and the Minor Ward. And I came up Kohino with Diamond. Uh, How about the <laughs> Kohino Diamond? <laughs> <laughs> and I put all the detail that, that, that I found uh, fascinating on the four-tier cake. So it was very fascinating um, to spend my six hours taking photographs to understand um, the story of the Windsor Castle and just put it on the cake. And I make over, I should say that maybe five over thousand little brick on the cake, all handcraft, all hand cut. And it was so fascinating. Wow. How long did how long did it take you and how many hands uh, were there to help you out, Chef? Um, I have a commish chef that helped me. Believe it or not, she has a pair of hands that is so fine. Um, so she was working with me throughout the night, building the cake. We take about two, three days in a way that because the cake is fresh, there is a banana cake that is a Victoria sponge and a couple more flavor on the cake. So we, we spend about Two, three days, but solid wow. two, three days building the cake. 
Wow, fantastic! I'm 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 really really honored to to hear that. So so I'm sure you've marked it on your diary on your calendar five more years and uh, about and then the royal century cake, if you like, isn't it? <laughs> and perhaps to cook for her as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't don't forget me. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna jump oh, in. Definitely, you are definitely coming with me. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So, 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 tell me, Chef. It's so much going on, and uh, uh, so many things and accolades. What is that one achievement? I'm sure it'll be difficult for you to pick up. But why don't you share a couple of those achievements that you're really proud of in your career so far? I'm sure there are many more in future as well. But until now, do you have a pick or one or two that really close to your heart? So I'm a very uh, honored to be invited uh, by Duke of Edinburgh to give out the award in um, Buckingham Palace. So this is my one of my greatest uh, achievement. And the other one is that I never in my life will think that I will I will get an award uh, winning the best pastry chef in UK. Um, I went there with an open mind, um, not knowing that I will win. And I remember that I was wearing red and white uh, a, a dress. The reason why I wear red and white is because it is um, Singapore flat color. And I want to fly the Singapore flag very high in UK. And when my, when my name was, was called out, I was totally surprised. And um, I remember I was crying that on that day, on that very night. Um, it touches my heart. So thank you, UK, uh, for giving me all your support. So um, I guess that part would pay off. Yeah, wow. I'm sure. I'm sure it, it must be such a feeling for you really you know immersed uh, you know all that goodness and all the efforts that you put in and to be recognized on such a global platform uh, I, i'm not surprised you got that chef to be honest i'm not surprised at all because you you carry such um, a meaningful presentation in all that you do and it comes so genuinely uh, it's really worth that that's brilliant so chef tell me you know, uh, what, what role do you enjoy playing the most? Because you're all over, a judge, a mentor, a trainer, a student. What do you love? What do you sort of enjoy playing the most? Well, I think being a mentor, to be able to hands-on, to be able to impart my skill um, is, is, is the biggest thing uh, that I enjoy doing most. Uh, to be able to put a smile on someone's face uh, they make me really, really happy. Um, if I make a, a dessert for someone, a plate of a creation on the plate, and if that creation put a smile on anyone's face, I guess that is the best present for me. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, th- I think it is, it is being very generous. Uh, I mean, what you've learned, you want to pass it on for the trade and for the you know, skill to carry on. I mean, that's one of the... Very good ways of looking at things, absolutely. So, Chef, tell me, um, what would your suggestion be for our listeners, uh, right, all genre, if you like, you know, in regards to the future bakers or the artists who must watch out in this world of fierce competition? What are those few things that you would like to suggest them or advise them? Well, my advice is to never give up. Uh, and whenever you see... Uh, that I Instagram something 
I would hashtag never give up. And you all fight to the last minute. And also, um, I also would always hashtag hard work pay off. Your success don't come easy. You have to take the stairway. You cannot fly to your success. However, you have to work so hard. And you always have to believe in yourself. Many, many times I fail. Many, many times I, I cry behind a closed door. Nobody knows. But you never know how much hard work I have put in just for a plate of dessert. So guys, be truthful to yourself. That comes really heavy from Chef Cherish. I think, you know, we all young generation around here keep bragging about you got to work smart. But let's not forget working hard you know, cannot be eliminated from the success story, isn't it, Chef? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Absolutely right said. And and, and for all our lovely listeners, let me tell you, what, just before the podcast this morning, Chef Cherish was under some training. So, you know, at, at having reached this accolade and success, she is still honing her skills and, and pursuing to develop and redevelop. So. Question to you, Chef Cherish. What is the next skill you aim at learning? Wow. <laughs> Gosh, it's, um, I always find that um, learning, it is a journey. It is not a destination for me. I can't tell you what will I be doing next. But for sure, I know that I'm craving for the next creation. Something that will break through the world. Something that will put a smile on someone's face. Something that will capture everyone's attention. And that is what I want to do. Yeah. Do you know what? Just digressing from the point, as you mentioned, learning is a journey and not a destination. You know, you know Sikhism, the religion that we come up, a Sikh literally translates to learn. Did you know that? No, I have no idea. Yeah, it has as simple a connotation to keep learning. That's what Sikhism, the Sikh, you know, that's what it means, by the way. But, you know, very, very rightly said and very, very important, uh, uh, you know, stress on the point. It is a journey, not a destination. So you got to keep doing. And um, I'm sure we at our end will always look forward and be surprised by your new creations and new things that you keep bringing on. Tell us, Chef Cherish, um, we know that you are in a very sweet world with pastries and all those decadent dishes all around. But if Chef, if Chef Cherish has to say, all right, I've had enough and you want to put your feet up on the sofa and put the TV on and, and have your moment, what would be in that bowl of yours that you would be eating and relaxing while having your me time? What's in that bowl? Wow, that is a, a, a question that I really like. You, you, you know, where if, if after a hard day work, if you ask me what is my comfort food, I would say bean on toast with a glass of wine. And, and that would put a smile on my face because after really? hard work, you do not really want to mess around because you're so tired. You just want a comfort food. However, that is after work. Cherish what cherish it. Um, however, if I'm free, I, I really enjoy eating just a very hum, humble bowl of uh, wonton noodle soup. And that is what I crave when I'm free. Nice, nice. Well, that is really an honest, uh, uh, you know, expression. After a hard, hard, long day, you just won't get into your comfort food. 
Uh, yeah, I love I love the idea of wonton soup. Yeah, but would you still have wine with a wonton soup? <laughs> <laughs> I think just the wonton soup, I reckon. But that's great. But Chef Cherish, thank you so much for being a part of the Jolly Good Foodcast. It's been a real pleasure talking to you and getting your wonderful insights into the culinary world, a pastry world at a large. Well, thank you for your invitation. It's such an honor to be invited this morning to your channel. Yeah, no, great. And I'm sure listeners uh, will certainly find you all over the telly, uh, you know, but if the listeners want to follow you, uh, would you want to share your platform where they can follow you online? Well, um, there's a few platforms that I'm on. Uh, of course, one of them is in uh, Instagram. I'm on uh, Instagram as uh, Cherish underscore Finden. Or you can follow me in LinkedIn, Facebook, and also a Twitter account. Nice, nice. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you once again so much, Chef. Thank you once again. And thank you for our lovely listeners for tuning into the show. We have a lot of interesting conversations coming soon on your favorite podcast app each week. And you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Chef Jolly or Jolly Good Chef for more Jolly Good content. Until then, stay well, stay happy and eat all the pastries that you can. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thank you.